Speaking of Patrick Ewing, have I ever told the story of uh, when my wife met uh, Carl Malone? I don't think so. Uh, you know, Carl Malone and Patrick Ewing are related. They're yeah. uh, blood brothers related by basketball. By basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my wife was uh, at a, a previous job, and I won't give any identifiers, but there was like a little TV studio there where... Uh, in that building where Patrick Ewing was doing, no, sorry, <laughs> I always get Patrick Ewing and uh, <laughs> Carl Malone and stuff. Where where Carl Malone was doing some sort of TV spot, and she and a coworker were like introduced because they were they were in the same area, and like, oh hi, this is so and so. And my wife at the time is thirty three, uh, you know, a, a grown adult, and. Carl Malone's like, you know, shaking hands, nice to meet you. And what he says to Aaron and her coworker, um, hi, Carl Malone, and hi, hi, I'm Aaron. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just kind of like speechless, like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> she, she went back to school. Hey, we were all wanting to. She did we're not drop out of school know. after that conversation. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> she, uh, yeah. Major doesn't matter. Carl Malone told me to get back in school. Mm-hmm. Accepted. I've been living in the school ever since. <laughs> I was, al- I was already gainfully employed, I but left. I don't know. Carl uh, Malone told me to take told me to go back to school, so I took out these student loans. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saddled with debt. Uh, it's uh, he says it's going to work out. I'm trusting him. <laughs> yeah, but just gotta gotta believe what Carl told me. <laughs> this is the part where I normally play a song. About how to act when you're rich, but I'm not going to, because I'm above all that shit. That's poor people shit. Mm. Well, I also just didn't have one. <laughs> poor people listen to music. <laughs> That's also people who have like want to put a lot of effort into things. Do stuff like that. Yeah, poor people. Not do me. That. <laughs> I don't have to care about anything anymore. Rich people half-ass everything. Yeah. <laughs> so by now we're I don't know two three hundred episodes deep. Whatever this Four. is. You've listened 400, there you go. Um, you've listened to all of this stuff for free, which means you've been saving a lot of money, mm-hmm. Captain Travis, and you got to save money to make money. And you've got a lot of money. So we will teach you how to act now that you're so rich. If you are some blue blood, richy person, you're probably not listening to our podcast. Um, and then you already know what to do if you're rich anyway, so you don't need this. Turn this episode off immediately. Um, if you have just made all your millions recently, then you need to know how to act. I will say you might be worried about uh, being called a nouveau riche person or that um, you're going to make an ass of yourself. Listen, those stuffy East Coast blue bloods are never going to accept you no matter what. Maybe your, grand- your great-great-grandkids will play cricket together or some crap like that. I don't know. You don't have to worry about it, and you don't want to be like them anyway. You want to find more people who have fun which are other uh, newly, richly people like yourselves. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think what you're saying is, you know, like, <clears throat> nouveau riche is like a bad word, right? Because you don't want mm-hmm. to, to be nouveau riche. But I say we, you embrace that. Yeah. You 
what I'm hearing from you is let's reclaim the N word <laughs> and, uh, and make it empowering, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, nouveau riche is a bad word, but still poor. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm nouveau riche. Shut the fuck well, it's up, It's not as man. bad if, as if you say nouveau riche. That's not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Some people still don't like it, but... Yeah. But well, as long as you're a nouveau riche yourself, you can say <laughs> yes. It sounds bad if someone else says it. Ex- <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, what if I'm... St- Singing along to a song, can I say it if it's <laughs> no. no, 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 no. It doesn't matter if it's lyrics in a song. Change it. What if I'm in history class and they ask me about it? No, no, sorry. Yeah. What's wrong, honey? So-and-so at school called me N-word rich. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom, boop, rich. <laughs> the kid, what? tears. No. Instantly stop. What? No, what? what is, why? Why would you say that? Sorry, my mom's from another generation of racists. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's not up to date on what's currently fashionable to be racist about. Yes. So what I like about this is not only are those people who have saved all their millions by not paying for podcasting mm-hmm. wise, wise mm-hmm. to listen to our free podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they've benefited from our legal advice, which again, we're barely ever charging for. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, <laughs> rarely. And um, I'm guessing that there's a handful of our uh, clientele at this point. There are listeners, but I bet there's a handful of them that got rich with one of our got rich quick schemes. Exactly, Corey. And exactly. now need our post get rich quick how to live scheme, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. PG R Q H T L S. How to live quick. Chick exactly. Yeah. Um. Exactly. So let's let's jump into this, folks. So now, so if someone is rich, first thing I think, how are you going to dress? You don't want to look the same way. You're like, you look at your gross clothes. Stop the pull the car over, or glance down for a little bit, or put the set the burrito down to the side in the <laughs> cup holder, or pull the cup out first, then put the burrito in the cup holder. Look down at your gross ass clothes. You look like an idiot. Ben, they're rich. Put your burrito in the burrito holder. I was just going to oh, say, yeah, they're rich now, so they should have a burrito holder. <laughs> well, we'll get to what kind of ride that you need, but okay, we'll, we'll get there. Right. Um, they're still in their poor people car. Ugh, all right. Gross. God. I know. So, there's a lot of ways that you can go with this. Um, one way would be like a tracksuit, okay? Like the comfy kind of uh, rich person. You don't need to be wearing work clothes. You can wear comfy ass Like a Tony suit. Soprano. Yeah, like Tony Soprano. But you're going to be like as rich as 20 Tony Sopranos. Oh, but, shit. That's right. pretty rich. Custom wow. tracksuit is a good start. That's a good start. Corey, if you were rich, what do you recommend? Well, I'm going to recommend to the newly rich, the N-word mm-hmm. rich, I'm going to recommend uh, <laughs> take a moment and breathe because being this rich is the Uno card. Of, it's the Uno reverse card of fashion. Hmm. People will dress like you. Mm-hmm. All right, that's mm-hmm. how fashion's going to get set. Mm-hmm. Think of all the people you wanted to dress as. They had more money than you. Now it's reversed. How do you want people to dress? Maybe, <laughs> maybe like a uh, uh, around the neck life preserver is something that you want to add to your uh, just to see if other people do it. Remember, you're rich enough to go mad with power at this point. Yeah, but get a gold one, a solid gold life preserver around your neck. It's like the dookie rope uh, on steroids, baby. Get one of those tuxedos that's really just all a sweatpants that looks like a tuxedo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sweatpants with tails is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's that's good. So that's still kind of in the casual way, but it's a trend-setting casual. I like it. Corey. You get a tuxedo that's printed to look like it's a sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> a tuxedo <laughs> that says "juicy" on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you have any uh, specific recommendations about apparel? Yeah. See, I assumed like uh, myself, and then I assume some listeners will have gotten rich uh, wearing. Uh, suits that have question marks and exclamation points and dollar signs mm. all <laughs> Lots over of them. punctuation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of want to keep that theme, but uh, what I would... I, I like, loud print suits uh, are going to be my style. So when I was in... Uh, and I kind of a theme of my Nouveau Riche is also um, going back to all the regrets or things I couldn't do or things I wish I would have done and um, you know, now that I have the money, you're tapped into I that make it feeling. Happen, right? You are 100 percent on on point. That listen right? to Matt, folks. This is what he's. This is that's so, the thing you should be feeling. When I was in uh, Thailand on my honeymoon, uh, there's all these cheap ass vendors, and um, pretty much no matter where you where I went in Southeast Asia, it was all the same shit at every uh, stop. But I got this shirt. It was, it was a white thin white t shirt that you know disintegrated weeks later, but it was white with a banana print, like a big old banana all over the place. And when I was walking down another, you know, commercial area, a guy at a suit store was like, I could make you a suit just like that, a banana print suit, $100. And I said no, and I've regretted it every day of my life <laughs> since then. And I, I, I will seriously often be like, God damn, can you imagine a hundred bucks? banana suit? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going back to... Uh, well, yeah, I, I think I I could, you know, on my private jet, fly there and uh, have that guy print me up a, a whole wardrobe of banana print suits mm. and perhaps other other fun loud prints. Hey, uh, I think I'm sorry, Matt. The one thing is, uh, you know, trying to chase down all of your uh, sad memories and fill that empty hole. Yes, that's one hundred percent the right thing to be tapped into. However, the other thing is showing off to chumps. Is that showing everybody that you're rich? You do not fly there to get him. You f- send somebody uh, to get bring him mm. to you. Not a local See, tailor. That same guy. This is why I listen to that podcast. Yeah. Why I listen to this, this podcast, Ben. Yeah, you want to show off because when people ask, "Where'd you get that?" You're like, "I had a tailor flown in from Thailand who oh, made this suit." Hell yeah! He didn't even bring the fabric with him. He had to fly back to get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you don't go. Oh, I went, I flew over to Thailand. Like I was sweating my ass off to find this. They come to you. Good, good, good call. Okay. So the other thing I would have flown in, and I've, in fact, I, I might f- have to fly a, a you know multiple teams around the globe to to scour the globe for this coveted item that I also left behind. Um, at at one stop, there was randomly a, a straw cowboy hat with a white cloth band around the 10-gallon the part, and, then, and it looked like someone had printed this off of their computer printer. It just said Ronaldinho on, <laughs> on the cowboy, uh, on, the, on the white thing, and I was like, that would have been a badass souvenir to have the Ronaldinho cowboy hat. <laughs> so I feel like I could, you know, send a team out to scour the globe. There's only one like it in, in, in the world, so I, you know, I've got this unique <laughs> cowboy hat and my banana suit. I think I look pretty, pretty rich. Absolutely. Um, Grant, what do you have for, uh, do you have any specific things that someone might want to wear? Well, I feel like in the past people would wear your powdered wigs, uh, uh-huh. your powdered beards, your powdered merkins, 
Uh, <laughs> so I'm sort of, uh, you know, jumping, I'm modernizing that to the powdered sweatpants suit. Powdered sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Fantastic. I, you see, and I'm, I'm, this is great because we are all on the same page, though we have not rehearsed this. Um, my, my, my answer to this or like what I think you go with, um, you look like Corey said, um, you're setting the fashion and Grant is seeing that too. And Matt with his banana suit, you're all seeing that. Um, so, and, and the other thing you guys are going with is eccentric, not something that everybody buys off the rack. Come on, you're doing something new. And that's why I think that you want to, I would bring back wearing like a breastplate and an Elizabethan ruff, like the, that weird like <laughs> mm-hmm. coffee filter neck thing that they have. Yes. yes. And not all the time. I have multiple uh, changes of clothes, but especially while I'm doing business, I want to look like a conquistador. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sir, he looks racist and violent. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yes. He'll kill you and everyone <laughs> remotely like you. Genocide to get a pound of coffee. Um, yes. Okay. So uh, we talked about a burrito holder. That's a good. That's a good uh, segue. <laughs> also a conveyance. Um, what kind of ride are we talking about here? What are you upgrading into? I feel like you upgrade into something, uh, like inconveniently big, mm. and I don't mm-hmm. just mean long. I mean like wider than a, a lane of traffic. <laughs> so you've got to get like things shut down or not, and just you know, <laughs> get out of the way, please, <laughs> or not. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have to have a, a, a one of those uh, cow catchers, uh, pork catchers on the front, <laughs> right? Yes, uh, <laughs> to kind of scoop them out of the way, but giant several masts it's not a sailboat it's a it's an engine powered vehicle but you need masts nice wow grant we are thinking alike because i i assume my my thought was you know i'm, I'm gonna have an ostentatious yacht of course. but uh if i'm getting around town i i don't want to leave the yacht the yacht is the party boat so the the yacht will be put on you know, one of those giant, specially made oversized load haulers that takes up, you know, multiple lanes of traffic. So if I just want to run to the store for, you know, a six pack, I'm having it in my team <laughs> haul the the yacht and shut down. Tra- and I'm going to, I do want to give this shout out to Corey. I forget which episode, but there was an episode where you talked about um, how you would be rich and uh, inconvenience. I believe you're referring to my ship, the... SS Her Majesty's Heap of Gems. Yes. <laughs> that, that is the one. And I love the idea of just fucking everyone else's day up with the traffic snarls because you wanted to ride your yacht to the store to, you know, pick up Because that's chips. the thing about this is that it's not – our lives, even for – and by our, I mean other people who are not super rich, that your average person's life is already really convenient. Like, there's really – there's not too much left to do. So ah. when you're rich, you there's only so much more right. you can go to you improve your life. So you have to the other... move everyone else down. It's, it's yeah. about how much right. you can hurt everyone else. the only way to make more contrast. Yes. Right. yes. I think right. you guys are entirely on the right track because, Grant, you 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 hit upon the same thing Matt, Matt did. It's got to exist outside of the general bounds of polite society, and it should inconvenience everyone. Mm-hmm. And maybe even be a little illegal. So if I talk to one of the, the, the um, outdoor living enthusiasts in my neighborhood, and they're like, Corey, I'm instantaneously wealthy. What do I drive? I'm going to point at all the cars and see all these. See that one? See this one over here? 
bigger, longer, more wheels, taller, mm-hmm. more on fire, more other <laughs> things on fire because of it. Like that's drive something be that eats then. those things. See how big a parking spot is. This you should not be able to fit in no. this spot in any convenience. Absolutely in fact, not. if you can get at least three, I think you're doing right. So, like, a limo with a sidecar of a sports car. (laughs) (laughs) A a parking spot is basically like a police chalk outline of a poor person. Like, that's... (laughs) You don't want to fit inside there. That's not... That can't be you. Uh. Yeah. I like what you're saying that, you know, we have to make sure everyone else's life is, is less convenient. It's like that saying... Um, a rising boat. I want my rising boat to lower all tides. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're essentially Matt. The, the boat is essentially one of those uh, end stage uh, end stages for like Mario Three, like a flying boat. <laughs> so like everyone's having a good yes. day, and then the propellers start going, and it lifts up, and everyone just kind of sinks down and is stranded on rocks. And it's just shooting cannonballs everywhere in every direction constantly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, about time for me to hit the dusty trail. Copper's <laughs> <Now> on. <laughs> well, I can see that I've been N-word reach longer than you guys, um, uh, because I have a much more refined and understated choice. Okay. Um, solid gold 18-wheeler. So, uh, something that, you know, I, I can drive on normal streets and stuff. It's not, I think, Matt... It has a yacht that has like a is it a palanquin like where people are carrying Pal- you yeah. on <laughs> yeah but like that the yacht has a you know hundreds of people underneath it to carry it to the store for a six pack um, it's a little bit bigger but I mean I can I can drive those same streets in my humble solid gold eighteen wheeler um, yeah but the the point is it's big it gets a lot of attention you know um, but I also try to remain anonymous like people are like who's that and it's like it's none of your business you know. <laughs> The neck tattoo of cars. What are you looking at? <laughs> thing on your neck. It says, what are you looking at on the side of the trailer of my 18-wheeler? <laughs> what are you looking at? And then there's a number to call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving it, so I'm constantly getting stuck in intersections. And, like, you know, I back up and go forward a few times, and I still, you know, the back of the trailer goes over the mm. intersection and scrapes the, the light pole. Yeah. Um, Stall it out constantly. Yes. Um. I mean, I was thinking that the back of that trailer would be full of um, uh, falcons or or, or ocelots or something. But that brings us that brings me to pets. Um, if you're rich, you gotta have a pet. But you're gonna have like the, some little lap dog, or I mean, maybe. But you gotta have some pet in addition to whatever you got. Some pet that you can flaunt. Something that says I'm incredibly rich. Here's my guidance on this one. Again, you don't understand because you're not, you haven't fully gone mad with power yet. You're nouveau riche. Um, you don't understand that you are shopping from a different aisle. We're not talking dog. We're not talking cat. And you don't, it's not necessarily pet that's the box you're trying to check. Mm-hmm. You're in the category of something that you can have a herd of or a <laughs> swarm of. <laughs> this is the pet category you're after. I have a, a swarm of locusts. I have a um, a herd of uh, pangolins. Like mm. uh, you got to get out there, but start easy. Numbers, lots. 
way more than anyone should have. Okay, okay? that's a good it point. It should overwhelm like the two people you hire to deal with them. <laughs> that's, the, that's the number we're looking for. That many bees or horses or miniature goats or whatever it is, but that many that two people are fucked. <laughs> I, I like that you want your staff feeling overwhelmed uh, and overworked. Corey, right. I'm with you. Um, I think that what I want is a swarm then, to use your term, a swarm of pumas. And so I'll have like fruit orchards with all these pumas in it. And then like any hobos that are like, oh, free food, I'm starving. And they try to eat the apples. Oh, fool. (laughs) There's a swarm of pumas who lives in that apple orchard. Yeah, but to keep the pumas well fed, you have a sign that says free apples. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I pay someone to learn jungle code and they scratch it on all of my fence posts. What are they going to do? Arrest the puma? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is a legal podcast. Just for the the listener. Ain't no rule says a puma can't eat a guy that you tricked to getting eaten by a puma. (laughs) Hey, they're about at the same level, though. I, 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 this is. This annoys almost everybody, but I, I treat the pumas like people too. Like I make them be at parties and stuff, and with, right, and yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a scavenger hunt. Hey, as a little lark at my next party, but then like Corey, you're paired with one of the pumas. You know, right. like that's your a three-legged teammate. race. Yeah, it's a five-legged race. Wait a minute, how does that? You have work? to make. Uh-oh. It's like you get disqualified immediately and then mauled. But yes, great. The trick is to great, ride the puma. Grant, if you have a pet? I mean, yeah, it's one thing to think of exotic animals and stuff, but to me, the pet is a less rich person. (laughs) Someone (laughs) less rich than you. A swarm of them, perhaps. Uh, That is... Because, you know, us... Formerly us normies, you know, you might (laughs) run into a little bit of a legal issue owning a human being, but once you reach a certain level of richness, that goes away. So a swarm of pores. Not even just poor, like that poorer than you, which is poor-er. most people. Someone sure, poorer sure. than you. No, yeah, I mean, it's almost it's kind of fun because you be like, oh, it's cute. He thinks he's wi- he's rich, but yeah. he, you know, he's obviously not yeah. as rich mm-hmm. as you. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him; he's using his salad fork as a dinner fork. Oh, it's so adorable. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's eating out of a dog dish, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I mean, people do all kinds of shit for rich people for money. Um, I, I was reading some stuff today about, like, uh, crazy asshole spending and crazy parties. One thing is you just look up, like, uh, Saudi sheikhs and, mm-hmm. and, uh, or sheik, sheikh. Um, th- there's so much crazy stuff. I forgot, Matt, when you mentioned the yacht, uh, uh, MBS, who is, what, uh, uh, the leader now, but um, he has he bought this super yacht for 300 or five, 500 million, I think. But it has... Two helipads and a submarine dock. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too crazy to me. He's a Bond villain. (laughs) And has a submarine dock. He literally... uh, We're not going to get Rachel B. Mahoney on him. Okay, when we we talk about going mad with power, this Mm. is what I'm talking about. When we're talking about like, what kind of vehicle do you want to get around in? I want a boat. Yeah, we can do that. Nah, I want a boat where altitude of any verticality is not an issue. <laughs> so, like, helicopters and submarines? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> helicopters and submarines? Make it two. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming to visit you in a submarine? It's like... Jacques Cousteau. I mean, so, you know, Tom Cruise lands on, gets out of the helicopter after the helicopter lands on your on your yacht. Like, oh, wow, crazy. Who comes in the submarine, <laughs> man? <laughs> I Nemo. don't know. 
Uh, Captain um, Nemo. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Um, I heard a story on another podcast, which means it is now our story, uh, <laughs> of a guy who had, he knows some super ultra-rich Russian guy, and like he's, oh, the Russian guy was taking him out on his yacht the one day, and he's looking around on this yacht, and he's like, my God, this is so huge. This is uh-huh. so like ostentatious. And it turns out the boat he was on was the tender to get to the yacht. <laughs> Which oh then he was like, God. oh, what? It was like yeah, a floating crazy, skyscraper. Like- 50,000 foot, uh, or sorry, yeah. 50,000 foot, 50,000 square foot uh, yachts. And- this is my 50,000 foot boat. Yes. <laughs> it's a land bridge. You can't, if you walk from yeah. one end of the boat to the other, you're yeah, at there's the Neanderthal is trying to migrate across it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to try and get this fucker through the Suez Canal. That is too tight. <laughs> Matt, did you, I, I, would we got, I took us back on, on the super yachts, but did you have a, a pet or a, a, thoughts on pets? Well, I guess you could call it a pet. Uh, it's, it kind of it might answer multiple questions about you know the parties I throw and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I'm surprised when you when you think of your your tiger kings and your various exotic pets, um, no one ever says panda, and that's because they're Whoa. super fucking rare, and they're super like uh, they're, I guess they're like evolution fucked up and they like, don't like to have sex and you like ha- you have to struggle to get them to breed and all that. So like. Um, I, I figured I would have several pandas on hand at any time. And then at parties, uh, we would have barbecued panda and Ooh. serve, uh, <laughs> you know, a delicacy that few, if any, have ever, Amazing. have ever tried. I mean, I'm, I've gotten so used to the imitation panda. I wonder if I would even like the, the right. real thing. Yeah, <laughs> It's a little gamey, but, but at least, you know, uh, you it know, you're, like, you're, you're, you're almost wiping out a, a <laughs> yes. species, so. <laughs> the imitation panda fucks, but the uh, yeah, you're right. The, the satisfaction of knowing you're doing your part to mm. drive a species to extinction yeah, is really uh, leave your mark on the world. Matt, <laughs> right. you mentioned Tiger King. That's exactly it. I, I I was thinking about this. Tiger King is like a crude crayon drawing of how you should act because you <laughs> want to have a whole bunch of exotic animals. You've got yep. like your own recording contract. Um, yes. What else did he have? Um, Oh, he had like he was making a TV show. Besides the one that was then made about him, you know, he was yeah. making a TV show. Um, he think... had uh, a sworn enemy. Um, oh yeah, you have to have a lot of mess. Tons of guns, guns, crazy yep. sex stuff, sordid lifestyle. That it was just like a poor, low rent version of what you wanted. Mm-hmm. But that's that is kind of the... elevate that. Yes, yes, that's elevate the framework. The tiger, zhuzh it up a little bit. A little whipped cream here. Zhuzh <laughs> <laughs> up the Tiger King. Take Tiger King and zhuzh it up a little bit. <laughs> Well, um, hey, you mentioned a, a party where we're eating pandas and stuff. So, what should rich people are also going to have to think when you're now that you're n word rich? You're going to have to think about um, what. Uh, I, I, what are you going to do for like fun? just in case someone came in the middle of the podcast? I'm already feeling uncomfortable enough. Yeah. Nouveau riche uh, is what we're saying n word. I just want to just want in case you know if someone you walked it, into Matt, the room. Matt coined this phrase. Yeah, this was a mad idea. Just gonna use it. Just gonna use it. I'm using it for free. It's free legal advice. It's yeah, just, if N-word you have one takeaway from this episode, it's that Matt used the N word. Matt says N word rich all the time. Um, so, but it's a, it's a great litmus test for your friends to either are they clever or racist because if, what do they say when you use the phrase N word rich? Do they go boop rich or do they uh, say oh nu- nouveau riche or or do they I just ask pronounce nouveau. Yeah. 
Um, N-word, R-word. Now that you're N-word, R-word, um, <laughs> you can't, you're, you've got a lot more free time and a lot more money. How are you going to spend it? So what, what do you do for fun? Well, how do you, what, what kind of parties do you throw? Um, food, we're, hey, fried panda is a great food, right. but. This is at the end, but really we've built up to this because this is, this is the true jumping off point. What do you do now that you're N-word, R-word? Swim in your fucking money. Dive in that shit <laughs> oh and God, swim around yes. in your money. Scoop it into a pile, a bin, and swim in that fucking money. Uh-huh. Not that, Don't you worry have about to throwing do parties. Once. Parties just happen when you're rich. Swim in your fucking money. Put uh-huh. it on your schedule. Google Calendar. From this day to the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, Busy. speaking of swimming. Swimming in money. Um... You know how awesome it looked when there was the money machine for the, uh, the you know the magazine sale, the candy bar sale, the whatever, and they showed that you could have two minutes in the money booth or something like yes, that? Yes, I see it every time I close my eyes. Right. How you think I became N-word, R-word? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that is not swimming in money, and that looked awesome. That's like if you like spill on yourself or something. That's what, that right. to swimming. Um, so if you actually had just a big, great big pile of cash and you were in it, yeah, that's what you want to do. So, Matt, you would be throwing parties with exotic foods. That's what uh, one thing you would do to flaunt your... Well, yeah. I, I Kind of like Grant was saying earlier with convenience. Now it's like when you're talking about impressing people. First of all, why else would you have people over? You only yeah. have guests over to impress them, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I was just thinking, well, your house, yeah, that's, there's a lot of things to impress them with. But I figured if I'm, you know, feeding them the last panda alive, like... Not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, it's about impressing people. Like, there's no point in having a bunch of money if you can't, like, flaunt it into the face of people who have somehow inconsequentially wronged you in the past <laughs> that you just want to lord it over and rub their faces into it. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm, I'm rich now. So you have them over for parties. Yeah, and, and they it was so inconsequential that, like, they don't even know they did yeah. it, and it's not yeah. on their radar, but it's mm-hmm. been under your skin this whole time, and you could just try to really I mean, make them feel like shit at that level you could pay to have their car wrapped in uh just uh a wrap that says i'm rich now bitch and then picture of your face on it <laughs> every day he can tear it off as often as he wants yeah <laughs> like so you have you you have enough money to pay a skyrider but doing it with a hot air balloon <laughs> so it takes him maybe <laughs> days and weeks to be able to get it what was that skyrider in a hot air balloon writing, I, to- I pronounced it right, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> suck it, Jack. And, you know, in fr- above his house every day for a month yeah. until he gets that in there. Yeah. Ben, this may be a cul-de-sac, and I'm calling dibs if this is a thing. I love the idea of skywriting a pronunciation over someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a diphthong or something to be like, you know... There's no X in espresso, you fucking like, Yeah. <laughs> and you told and me I was an idiot in seventh grade. And now, now who's rich? Please come or, to my party. Or you go the other way and you um, you pay like the, what is it, modern language or one of those, um, you know, style guides yeah. uh, to accept, that uh, you pay like the AP style guide to accept your mispronunciation, so now especially is, is correct. <laughs> yes. And you use it all the time. Right. Like, especially when you say that things yeah. are 
Yeah. Hey, welcome to my welcome to my mansion. I hope you enjoy yourself. There's an orchard of ocelots over there. The trees are turning color. Don't you love the foliage? The beautiful <laughs> foliage. <laughs> and then you just open a book. Oh, it turns out I am pronouncing that correctly. Uh-huh. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Anyways, Puma Swarm. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Corey, did you have more than just uh, that? So swimming in money is important. I didn't know if there was any other thing you wanted to like hammer home about this. No, that's that's the end goal. Get enough, <laughs> swim in money. Trust me, the rest will fall into place. Um, okay. And like I said, you know, we're kind of we're kind of ending with like uh, the beginning of the story here. Uh, but swim in the money. Yes. Um, Grant, did you have like? Uh, are are you like? So you become rich. I mean, I know you already are, but um, yes. is are you like an? Ad- Richard Branson, hot air balloon and jetpack kind of guy, or are you like recluse, insane recluse? By the by, the way, for Lil Captain Travis, if you're going to do insane recluse, you, you got time. Do that after. Do do the other ones first, and then you can be. Insane I was going to say before I became rich, I've been an insane recluse, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going the other way. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, inconvenience as many people as possible. Oh yes, uh, just be a huge blight on society. But mm-hmm. when you have the parties. I think it'd be really cool to bring them over to your super ultra mansion and show them all of the endangered species and uh, like corpses of famous people you've dug up that are just you know sitting uh-huh. there watching uh, the office with you in your living room. <laughs> uh, you I watched Charlemagne. It with the Elephant Man skeleton. Who did you watch mm-hmm. it with? You guys, want to come over and watch the office with Dick Trickle? Yeah. Oh, this. Oh, this is Dick Trickle and a bunch of my buddies that I dug up, and I'm having them watch the original cut of Star Wars, where it says doesn't say Episode Four in the beginning. <laughs> Anyways, and all of them are stuffed taxidermy style, but like like a bobcat on a branch. They're all on all fours on the branch. You got a tree full of famous people. Charlemagne's got his wings spread like he's an right. eagle. <laughs> so you'll notice there's no chairs. This is for them, not you. Let's leave them to it. Yes. They are watching rare 35 millimeter uh, we are not. films. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like things like that where there's a room where there's people. Th- it's just mannequins set up and then it's just a film that's on. That That is happening in there. It's not for anyone else. Yes. Just to make it. Yeah. Uh, that's It's like a utility closet. That's the furnace. Well, that's the room where, you know, that that's the stuff that happens that makes uh. things go. Where do you keep your taxidermied Charlemagne watching a rare print of a movie? <laughs> Um, so you have that, but then like when you feed them or something, you you just give them like hamburger, just like just basic normal crap that oh, they yes. can get anywhere else. Sure, you could do that. Screw you! You don't get to eat my money. Mm-hmm. I get to eat my money. Except I'm in this case, I'm not. I'm still eating hamburgers. That's kind of a Trump situation there. Or some, so you can like you have dollar bills as napkins or something to like show off the the wealth or something. But it's just they're eating. Hamburgers, basically. Yes. McDonald's burgers. Yes. Yes. Um, I I definitely think that I the idea is to show off the, the money and inconvenience people as well. Um, I think that uh, an idea would be that you build a private island, so no island exists today. You build it, have trees flown in. You have a boat deliver uh, cargo planes which then fly back and get people's cars for them and bring them to the island, you know, and them. Uh, you fly in, like, the top musicians. This is like, you know, uh, was that the Tale of Two Escobars where it was like Pablo Escobar and other crazy drug lords would fly in soccer players, like the best footballers from around the world, play these, like, 
fantasy matches to settle a bet and then fly home or something. Mm-hmm. So you're you're flying in like musicians to entertain people. But you also like get drunk and get on stage and you pick the guitar up from them and you're playing it, but everybody has to cheer for you anyway. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of a waste. Why'd you even have them come? I, I've actually been to, a, I've actually seen that exact thing happen. Uh, in, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And you can read about it in an upcoming book. Uh, so uh, Adam Newman, who was the founder of WeWork uh-huh. and is, uh, who was given, uh, he, he's, he's a multi-billionaire at this point, uh, even though he completely fucked over his, his company that, yeah. and like lost, I think he lost like $40 billion in, in valuation <laughs> for them. But anyways, uh, he's like this, he, he is that tip, he's that eccentric, egomaniacal maniac. And, um, the, f- they, WeWork had this thing called WeWork Summer Camp, where if you're a member of WeWork, you could, like, they rented out a whole upstate camp like you'd see in, like, a, like a White Hot American Summer. And it was just, uh, you know, adults g- drinking and partying at this camp all weekend. Very fun. Um, and my wife and I were not associated with WeWork be- because of her kind of connections with, uh, with her work that she was invited. So we went to the first one, and... Um, I think the band was Rah Rah Riot, so it's not, you know, um, Aerosmith, but it's like a, a band that is tours nationally and is well-known. They're playing, the, and in the middle of their set, Adam comes up and stops them on stage, and he grabs the mic, and he does his, we're changing the world, you know, he does his whole, you know, bullshit, and then he's like... <laughs> play Don't Stop Believin'. And, <laughs> and they were kind of like, there is you know, that thing where they're kind of like laughing and then like, yeah. oh, and then he starts like, play it. And he's like, and they're kind of like looking at each other and he, and it was like awkward. He like makes them, you know, one guy's like just starts playing a B or whatever, and they're like kind of like figured out and then he starts singing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it was just, and then it was like, yeah, but it was like, so yes, I have seen so. uh, someone fly a band in, make them play his <laughs> songs for him and not their own songs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's, that's like, you know. You fly uh, Aerosmith in and they go, Freebird! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if Aerosmith played Freebird? I don't know. Fly him in and let's make him do it. <laughs> Dance, All right. you plastic oh, surgery muppet. No, that's yeah. you, you just. What, I, here's what we do, Ben. You're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're so close. Karaoke, where you fly <laughs> the band in of ah. the song that you want to play and make them play that just okay. that song, and then you swap it out. Yep. Okay, <laughs> yep. Matt. I thought you were going. You almost had it. You fly bands in and have them play other people's songs versus yes. each other. Yes. <laughs> you're like yeah. we're doing karaoke. You got. You gotta do, do you like pina coladas? What the fuck? I'm not doing You do it! And, uh, you, you, right, yeah, so Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers have to do we that. We get Aerosmith in here <laughs> to do some Zeppelin. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, and then we've got the Rolling Stones doing uh, some Aretha Franklin and just see how it turns out. On your, sli- on your slip of paper, you write what band you want and what song you want, and they don't have to be the same thing, so then you like hand it to the little guy, and then he, he like gets to the radio traffic control. Okay, get me... Uh, Santana, and we're doing uh, Georgia on my mic. (laughs) I'm flying in Jack White to make him do Chocolate Rain. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate Rain. Now that's Uh, some rich power right there. Bob Dylan doing Hit Me Baby One More Time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so little Captain Travis, 
If you walked in uh, halfway through this episode and you have any complaints about uh, any of the content, you can email us. We'd love to hear that. Uh, email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And for Panda Recipes, you can find us on Instagram. We're Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, the best place to get free apples, all you can eat, mm. follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Free Legal Pod. <laughs> And if you like the show and our N-word, R-word, Rich, prove it. <laughs> Send us a bunch of money. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> prove it. <laughs> now that's that's the real Rich. You can just frivolously yeah. throw yeah, like millions of dollars at a podcast that you like. You know, fuck you money? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm okay with some of that fuck you money. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 74. After you show the conquistador with all the gold mm-hmm. at the bottom, it'll say, like, side effects may include murderous rage uh, <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> and let's be honest, fruit by the foot and most fruit snacks have those same side effects. It's, it's not, this isn't that crazy. If you stick them up, there, up your butt, yes, that is true. That is <laughs> yes. true. Okay, so that's Learn a good that one the hard way. Mm-hmm. On, on the advertisements, with, oh, balancing yourself by fruit roll-up is that's a sticky situation. Well, my fruit friend. by the yeah. <laughs> yes, hey, fruit by the foot. It's a it's a teaching tool. I know that my large intestine is exactly two feet eight and a quarter inches. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, it might be wise to stick with this way. <laughs> <laughs> How many individual roll-ups is that? Hell yeah, free willy. Free willy, baby. I got two foot eight inches. Land that motherfucker. I got I'm two foot eight inches. Give me a third. <laughs> so, anyway, half, of my anatomy, half of my anatomy degree is owed to Nabisco. Let's just be yeah. honest here. Give me a grape. I can't do another fruit punch. <laughs> if we, if... Turn internet over.